you want to go? Yep. <coughs> Alright, so welcome to episode 12 of the Peace, Love, and Video Games podcast. And if you're like me, you just started realizing that we've put more and more exclamation points at the end of each episode title. Yeah. I just realized that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, a lot of shit has happened. Strong start. Well, E3 happened, so yeah, there'll E3 be plenty to talk happen. about there. It was a weird show. Are we talking about Kojima? No. Because <laughs> that was No, like, okay, that was weird, weird in of itself, but... The the show floor, it was empty from like everyone. Mm. So let's get let's get down to it. Fucking yeah. all right. So E3 happened two weeks ago now, and a lot of games got announced. A lot of really good demos. It was a lot better than previous years. There weren't like I like Aisha Tyler hates celebrities like at a video game award shows well, being celebrities yeah. basically. You know, um, but like. There weren't like dumb cosplayers. There's still some like cringeworthy moments. There's always going to be right, and there's a there's a pretty good YouTube one or YouTube compilation of uh, all the cringy ones. Oh, I uh, can't wait to watch that. Uh, I can't. I physically cannot watch cringe videos, even though I I look them up and I watch like two minutes and then I like can't anymore. I guess it depends on your definition of cringe. Like if it's somebody getting physically injured, that's my limit. If no, it's that's people assault being really, really like just saying the dumbest things, yeah, or like someone being super embarrassing, I'm like, oh, yeah, right. I love watching it because I feel better about myself, right? Um, but anyways, most cringeworthy moment, what was it? Oh, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of like, we let's cut to this thing. Oh wait, it doesn't happen. <laughs> like <laughs> a lot of that. Um, I'm trying to pull up the everything that happened everything that happened at e3 well let's talk about the only thing that mattered at e3 and that sony Mm -hmm. actually had a really good presentation and some dope vr games that are coming out i wouldn't i wouldn't say uh dope (laughs) vr what would you say I would say VR games. Um, like, Well, it's true that I have no idea how they're going to play, but based on what I like, they could be good. Yeah, like, um, a lot of them were VR experiences. Quote, unquote. Yeah, quote, unquote. So basically, like, you're along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, so not necessarily a game. Some of them were pretty cool. Um, I kind of dug the whole batman one even though that's an experience yeah so, I, mean, I mean it's like i just wish they'd like a batman it... experience why well, does that sound like a bad band name <laughs> watch you get beat up by batman <laughs> yeah um no so but i dug it um i saw horizon zero dawn yes fuck yeah. oh my god does like, the gameplay not look so fun well it looks like it looks dynamic and it smart because it, it almost looks like it this is weird, but it reminded me of like the Cabela's hunt thing. Yeah, you know what it I mean? Because there's such an emphasis on hunting. Except it's robot dinosaurs. Exactly. So, so it's like, amazing. Hey, but but it it's almost like there's a very much a monster hunter vibe I got from it. Where it's like you are really focusing on this on killing this thing. That is an act of in and of itself. Um, yeah, I don't find that to be so different, but I think the act of doing it and the act of hunting and all of the dynamic steps you can take to actually get that objective, like they really wanted to focus on the strategy of taking down right. a robot dinosaur. And I'm totally for that. Like I love that. Like if you make me, like if you make that the center point of your game, let's let's do it. Yeah, um, it seems like they really did. I'm yeah. also a big fan of the dialogue. Because normally I don't like when your player character talks a lot unless it's, you know, really a story-driven game. Like, Lara right. Croft can talk all she wants. <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh my god, her name is escaping me. I don't remember her name. Janet would be so mad at me. Um, <laughs> Alloy. Okay. Alloy. Um, she actually sounds great when she's, like, talking and interacting with the environment. Yeah, and like, she she's sounds She's not like... being stupid and obvious. She's kind of calling out things and adding more. Well, and she's actually, like... 
you, she sounds young, but she sounds capable. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I like about her voice the most, is that she sounds capable. Yeah. Um, like, it's believable that she would do all the things that she's doing. Right. Um, so I like that. Um, I love her character design, too. How it's almost like everyone is dressed in this primal way, but they still yeah, have that indigenous. technology. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, it's really, really cool. Uh, saw some Detroit. Become oh. human. Yeah. That one oh. looks... It reminds know, me of. Um, <laughs> did you ever play L.A. Noir? Yeah, it, I got that vibe. But like, so that's made by the same guy who made um, Heavy, Rain. Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain and the. Sh- the only thing I could think about was Sean. 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 <laughs> Sean. <laughs> um, no, what did he make before that? I played it. Fahrenheit, I think mm-hmm. it's called. Mm-hmm. And that was Fahrenheit was an amazing, good, amazingly good game. Like the first two hours of that thing fucking awesome like Uh, you wake up you start the game and you kill the dude and you're just a regular guy and you have like these etchings in your arm and you have to like all right what do i do like that's so cool at the time for like um because you you're given no backstory you're given you're you're no superpower man um superpower man yeah shut up and um and then you have to choose like you immediately have to choose and that and I liked those choices because they were like, all right, you can either wash your hands or just go. Mm-hmm. Um, or And then when you leave, and so I chose to wash my hands. I remember that. And then when you leave, you're like, all right, I can either take the emergency exit, which is right by me, but it'll cost a shit ton of attention. Or I can just kind of walk by everyone and hope they don't notice. Um, but the other cool thing was, like, so you could switch between all the characters. And another dude... And, very very early on you have to actually give a a sketch of of yourself of like the dude that started and i'm like oh man, this is so cool because you're not familiar with the game enough mm-hmm. so you're just like oh i don't remember what he fucking looks like you know yeah um, so that's really cool but i really liked the presentation um you know i i the graphics look great uh, of detroit yeah like yeah. it's um I mean, it looks good, and it was fun as someone who lives in Detroit looking at how they changed the environment. Yeah. I'm like, for one, the people mover looks like people would actually ride it <laughs> yeah, now. it's actually functional. And in the, the, the gameplay preview, they actually showed the building that I worked in, but they had a building right next to it that was a lot taller, and I couldn't help but think... They're not allowed to build that close to the riverfront, so that would never happen. Yeah, right. But I do love the attention to detail that they paid in in bringing yeah, um, it really looks that like... into the future. And I I don't know if you ever saw the first uh, trailer that came out. It was yeah, I want to say it. last summer. Yeah, I think um, it was last E three actually. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever see the short that it's based on? No. It's um. Well, basically, they're manufacturing robots. It's very similar to the plot of the game, but it was maybe like a 15-minute short film about they're assembling this robot, they're telling her about how she works, and she accidentally develops sentience. Mm. And then they figure out, oh, she's got an error. we got to dismantle her. So they featured her, actually, in the first um, trailer for the game when that came out. Okay. So I was super excited because I was like, I love that short. It was so good. Yeah. And then I was confused when they showed this whole other side of gameplay so that's what makes me think that you might have the ability to jump between different characters during the game or play either as kira who was the robot or this other guy well that's the thing where it's like you know one of the one of the outcomes was you'd fucking die with the dude Mm -hmm. so it's like all right that's what happened (laughs) you know what i mean like are they expecting you to replay that and see what else happened or is the story just gonna go on how's that maybe it is and that's like a bigger problem with like these branching storylines is like games. you you never get to that point where oh i could actually kill my character you never feel like anything's too dire well because the problem is like because of the possibility space gets bigger and bigger and bigger the farther in line in a branching storyline you get you can't account for that just from like a writing perspective you know what right I mean? you can't let alone like a game take everything that's why they have to have like forced multiple choice because you know you can't account for things well and you need to have or you can loop a part back around <laughs> well and you need to have like things loop back into each other you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's what i really liked about walking dead's choices because instead of instead of these maging like major like do you want to kill an orphanage or save a bunch of kittens? And then it's like, and then we'll never think of it again. Yeah. And then, like, and it's very, like, two-sided. This one is, like, Walking Dead was very much like, 
yeah, shit, shit sucks, bro, and these people are going to die, but you're going to pepper the, the, the context of these conversations along the way. Right. Um, so I, I hope I see some of that. Like, that's what I liked about the Telltale games before they fucking made a million of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of them are really good. And honestly, as far as choice goes, I've always wanted to see more like Dragon Age. Actually, the last Dragon Age did the choices pretty well. Dragon Age... Uh, Inquisition. Yeah, Inquisition, Inquisition was really, really good as, from a writing standpoint. And that's yeah. what I'm getting excited about video games in general. Is like, And it's something that... like, Not all of them are good, but writing in video games has gotten a lot better. Right, and I think that's mostly because it's become more mainstream and it's garnered the attention of people who did write for screenplays or do write for TV shows. Well, that's, here's the thing with that though. Like it is, you're right. It is getting a lot better, but it's not getting to the point where it can mesh gameplay really well. Like Dragon Age Inquisition, like the gameplay and the story are two separate things. You know what I mean? They hmm, don't influence each other. I would say that's true, but um, I mean, for the most part, it's more for an immersion factor. It's right. not so much to merge the gameplay and the story. Right. Um, like, uh, one thing that actually, like, did it... One game that did it really well um, was Thomas Was Alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, like, such a simple indie game. You know, but it was really good. It, like, in, yeah. It, um, what was it? Transistor did it pretty well. Yeah, that's that was... another one we were thinking of. Janet's been playing that, but we haven't finished it. It's really Although, good. And I it like is it. beautiful in the I art lo- I love like too. The, the cyberpunk noir feel of everything. Like I it love was the so... design of that. Oh, the art design. That's another thing that came out. Pyre um, was another game from Supergiant. Boom, um, yes. Uh, that got announced. And that one looks really cool. Gameplay looks kind of weird, though. It looks like a... Basically soccer? <laughs> like three-person soccer? Well, um, it could be but, pretty fun. I mean, you like to play Rocket League, and that's exactly not it, very innovative in the gameplay sense. But I is, mean, what you but use it is, to play like, it, it is like that's the thing. Like, if you look at it on paper, it's like, oh yeah, it's soccer, but with our uh, rocket-powered AC cars. But the actual reality of that is actually really amazing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. So hopefully, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think the overarching theme of E3 though wasn't so much on making better gameplay. It was more like bringing you into these worlds that they're building more and more detailed. Yeah. With the high emphasis on virtual reality, regardless of whether they're games or not, it was all about, look at this new world we built. Look at all this immersion tech. Look at all this uh, advancements Um, we've had. So so. Dishonored 2, also, we got some more stuff on that. That does look Uh, fun. Yeah, I'm looking... Forward to that, like the uh, devs have said, like playtesters are already like combining stuff in ways we didn't imagine, <laughs> um, which is kind of is really funny. But like, I really like Dishonored. Like, I felt like that was a really amazing I think... first-person Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I mean, it always looked fun. Um, right. Well, Janet I... bought it. I haven't picked it up yet, but she says it's fun. Well, the thing is, like, in every mission, you have like a dude you need to kill, mm-hmm. and there's multiple ways you can do that. But the interesting thing is. If you try really hard and you um, explore enough, you can unlock like a special way to kill them. Oh, that that sometimes doesn't kill them. For example, like you have to kill like this um, this Pope guy, and one way to do it is you find out that if you brand the Pope um, as like a heretic, he has to go away to some like prison or whatever. So you assassinate character instead of the people it's Basically, like undertale like you, almost where it's like you can or not but less obvious yeah but it, and it's so much more satisfying because like it takes more effort but it's a lot cooler because it's, it's almost crueler in a way you know what i mean right and it's on on one hand you can play through the game really fast and do your speed run and just go basic or you can take the time and actually have a reason to explore the world right because that's like, one of my biggest pet fee- peeves it's like if i have no reason to explore this world you've made yeah. why would i do it? well also like the the reasons for exploring the world are are really like aligned really properly mm-hmm. like the people that want to explore that world they, the reasons they want to explore that world is to discover more ways of killing people and then, like, enjoy more of the story. But also, like, and so it rewards those players with really cool ways of killing people, uh, which is what you want to do. So it's, like, designed really well in that aspect. Yeah. Um, so we think Dishonored 2 is probably going to have more of an emphasis on that? Yeah. Um, 
and you're playing as uh, it's been confirmed you're playing as um the little girl that he saved that corvo saves in one hmm. um and then you are and then she is like the duke corvo's daughter uh, which was kind of like hinted at in the first one. Wait, and, his real daughter? Yeah. Uh, it, it was I thought it was like an adopted daughter. No, well, no, it was the Empress's daughter. And then the dad was never in the picture. So they banged. Yeah, of course they did. Because fucking, it's Corvo and a hot girl. Like, of course, <laughs> that's a thing. Um, so yeah, they. Uh, it looks interesting. I really like that world. I, I think it looks yeah. beautiful. Um, All right, moving on to Nintendo. So they show. I Zelda. mean, Breath of the Wild. That fucking looks awesome. Does it not? I'm like, this is We're the not first done with time. E3, by the way, but there's a Zelda. lot to go. We have yeah. nothing else to talk about but that. But <laughs> yeah. anyways, Zelda I mean, that would make me awesome. want to buy whatever the it's NX that's or it's on the Wii U. It, well, they said it's going. It's going to have NX capability. Oh yeah, it's that would make me want to buy one because for the first time, a Nintendo console is impressing me with graphics. And it's still as artistic as I would want a Zelda game to be. No, I really like the style of it. I, um, it looks like the possibility space of what you can do. Because like basically, like if you think about it, Nintendo has never done an open world game. No, ever. it's always been you know like closest... very classic adventure game style, like from point A to point B, and that's how you progress. Well, the, especially the Zelda has been like Metroid. You know? Surprisingly, you wouldn't expect that, right? And then. And I guess, no, because they have, because they did Wind Waker. So I guess you could think about yeah, it like again, that. Yeah, again, it's still a very classic adventure game where you have, like, say you got your series of islands you go to. You can go to yeah. this one. It's a small area to explore. You got this one. And you've got a loading screen between the two. Yeah. So I get it's not really open world in that sense. Um, but this is definitely. Yeah, no, it, uh, I, I'm into it. And I think a lot of people are really stoked because they've never had that immersion in, like, the world of Hyrule like they would in this game. So yeah. I think that'll be real cool. Um, but no, it was, like, they were showing um, different things you could do. Like, um, and I guess, like, so weapons break in this game? And, like, the oh. breaks? Yeah, I usually fucking hate that. But the interesting thing is when you find something that doesn't break it now becomes this, like, really important thing. It's and like, oh, kinda... this iron sword I got at the beginning that never breaks is going to be the best well, weapon no, ever. It'll be like, um, like this. So one of the things you get is, like, um, this, this stick uh, with a flame on it that never goes out, and it never breaks. So hey. you can set fires that way. And that's, like, super important. But the... Oh, my God, yep, that was the meme. <laughs> but the cool thing is, like, you actually feel like this is magical. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in the previous ones, it's like, I got a hook shot. That looks like something that they can, like the corner store would sh- sell. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, oh, I can get um, another one of that. I got a bow. Cool. I can make that in like 15 minutes. Um, yeah, or it's just kind of the same, like, oh, you get this default weapon and now you can swap in and out, you know? Yeah, so it's like, so enemies drop, straight up drop weapons that you can use. Oh, um, you know what it reminds me of too is Diablo 2, when you would find that like weapon that never deteriorated or or you <laughs> yeah. found like the throwing knives that never ran out oh, like yeah, that ones. was a jackpot yeah um so the enemies drop yeah loot. enemies drop weapons um yeah it looks i i'm excited for it i'm in let's see what zelda has um oh yeah we know it's gonna be good oh yeah that's like mainline building it undoubtable um, did else? nintendo do anything else they showed off sun moon a little bit yeah, but it wasn't anything, like, groundbreaking. No, they, that was the thing. So I guess, like, Nintendo's booth was insane. Like, it was a, it was Disneyland up in there. It uh, was beautiful. They yeah. had, like, a whole, like, Breath of the Wild setup thing. Yeah. I mean, but I understand why they're a little more tame this time around and why they're keeping a lot of the Pokemon under wraps, too. Because yeah. otherwise, they're not going to generate a whole lot of hype for their new console, either. Yeah, um, and then... Um, Final Fantasy got a lot. Final Fantasy fifteen, yeah, yeah. That thing is weird, dude. That was it another looks VR thing. Really fucking bizarre. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, so it looks more action based and very much less turn based. Which I mean, it's fun. I got kind of bored with the turn based stuff. But when's the last time you played a Final Fantasy game I recently played... that felt like a Final Fantasy game? No. Well, here's the thing. I played. Which one was the one with lightning? 13? 13, and then they had like 13 point 13 number. 13.2 and 13.3. Mm. 
Like, that did not need to be a trilogy. But yeah, that's the last one I um, played. So that one was actually much more traditional. Like, there was it was turn-based. But the problem was, like... It was so boring. Well, not only was it boring, but there's so many fucking systems. Literally. Like, there was a joke going around at the time, I remember, where it was saying, like... Um, like, something like 20 hours in is when you're still going through tutorials. Yeah. Like, still. Yeah. Oh, and it, and wasn't it was the... like, what? It, I want to say it was three discs long for the version I was playing. I actually have it. How many, oh, how shit. many discs is it? Where is it? It was at the point where I never finished it. Yeah, no, it was. Because I just couldn't, I couldn't sit through it. But maybe that's why they're trying to convert to more of an action-style gameplay. I have the game, Final Fantasy Thirteen. I mean, Lightning was beautiful, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, yeah, three discs. Yep. On Xbox 360. Yep. Yeah, that's so, what I played it on. So this isn't like PlayStation where it's like... No, it's like, we can fit it all in one disc because yeah. we're not jackasses. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, and it was just... I liked the combat, even though it was turn-based. Like, I'm fine with turn-based combat. It's not that. No, um, I've never But you gotta give that. me something, something interesting about it. And, like, right. graphics were pretty... But man, it was a fucking Final Fantasy game, so the the plot was so convoluted. And the lore didn't make sense it at the basic level? Like, no. name me one, except for seven, maybe, name me one Final Fantasy game where the plot makes sense, you know? I don't know. I play Tales of, and that's got, at least it connects a little bit. It's like, well, we're just going to withhold Tales information like, from is, you. Yeah, that's an anime in its own way. But it's... Yeah, it's pretty. It's good. anime, and, the, and that's and that's the other thing like JRPGs have, where it's like we already touched on it, but it takes fucking forever to get like twenty hours. That is way Normally, too much. I don't care. I like long gameplay. Right, but, but you're actually it playing has the game. to you're be not going fun. Through tutorials, it, well, right? Like Skyrim. That was another thing we got announced. We got to talk about long that. long ass game. Yes, but, um, and Janet we'll, is so excited for okay, this. We'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. like, um, so yeah, getting back to fifteen though, so. They didn't talk about the story too much. The combat looks way more action oriented. Mm-hmm. They should, and then they showed off a VR experience with it. Eh. That is basically a first person shooter in VR eh. with Final Fantasy characters on rails, by the way. Uh, so I'm just like, what are you doing, Square Enix? Um, just trying to get in the VR game. While I know, they can. dude. It's like, I mean, like, Japanese are weird. All right, I mean, it's just because it's there that. doesn't mean you have to do something with it, right? But I mean. You kind of have to at this point to, like, get your stake in. Like, this is our VR. This is our way that we're going to do it. Yeah. But you, it's going to be hard to define themselves based on, like, one shitty VR experience. Or yeah. it could be beautiful. But I don't know. I guess everyone's got to get their foot in the door first. I guess. Uh, and then um, what are we going to talk about? Oh, Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Uh, so, so the newest one got announced. No, it's no, just it's a just remastering. Skyrim. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so they, <laughs> no, they remastered I, you would Skyrim. know if, if there um, was a So Skyrim got remastered. It looks, and that's a, of the games I would want to be remastered on console. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good one. Because, like, when it came out, that thing was beautiful. Yeah, and now that it's PC. even, like, five years old at this point, it still looks great. And a lot of people, uh, and this is what they're going to add. They're going to add a bunch of mods in. Yeah, so it, well, you're going to have Bethesda access to took, them. Put, took their fallouts framework that they took mm-hmm. um and are like all right let's do mods see what happens but the problem yeah. is well like, they've had an active mod community on pc like since the game fucking came out well, here's so. the thing with that though so in pc i can have like an anime a naked anime character as my main character and then i could have macho man randy savage as the fucking dragons going oh yeah i actually uh, have jet fire. planes that um see like they play danger zone <laughs> <laughs> but like do do Dude, as dude, dude, as dude. an example of that, how the fuck do you let that onto an Xbox console? You know what I Basically, mean? Basically, you make because the Skyrim Nexus and um, what was it? It's on Steam, the Steam Workshop. Yeah. Basically, uh, Bethesda was like, "Cool, everybody have those available," and they had them for Fallout Four too. So if right, they just make on, connectivity, on... or they take those mods and throw them in the game, but because of the or way maybe that... make them available online. Now that uh, consoles do have the online capability a little bit more. Maybe, but the problem is, like, so now you have consoles. But, like, Microsoft console is, like, is way more liable, I think. Eh. So I don't know if, like, because I want my Macho Man Randy Savage Dragons. 
I, w- I sure. want that. I want that in my life. You can have that. <laughs> exactly. You so, can have that. So it's like, I wonder if, and then as well, like, like the Naked People mod, which I'm sure is a mod. I forget the They've name got a it. really good one. It's a loincloth that says Juicy. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, um, like you were like saying. But like the Juicy loincloth mod, like, are you going to allow that? Because it's, yeah. it's just a, it's a teen rated game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. No, it's mature, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay, but yeah, but I don't so know you why, show, but like, it is. People no, but obviously you can mod for it. Maybe they'll have some kind of privacy. That's the thing where I'm like, are you gonna have to oh. opt into this thing and be like, all right, you're gonna, you might see naked people. We can't control that. You know what I mean? I mean, that's why they have parental controls on all consoles too. So, so you gotta think that? like, that's the thing. like that's anywhere. Even if you're playing a game over online, you can't just say, oh, no swearing on this channel. Like, anything kind of goes. Right, and that's the thing where I'm like, I'm wondering how they're going to restrict that, if at all, and what... I can't imagine they would. I think they got to leave it up to parents, as usual, or people who would control the game buying. Yeah. Anyways, I'm excited Uh, about that, because more than likely, they're going to do a lot of the visual mods more than that, just saying, we can make this available if you want to change your Skyrim to, like, a desert, or if you want to add lighting mods, like I did. Yeah. Uh, And then God of War. Yeah, that actually looks really good. Dad of War looks pretty good. <laughs> Dad of War. Yeah, no, like Dad Kratos, like I'm liking the beard. I like and I and this is really cool of them to where they're like, fuck it, now Kratos is in Norse mythology. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, totally. I am I'm in, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it fits though, because what was he fighting in the beginning? It wasn't it a was Greek. It was a Hydra? No. He was fighting no, was some Hydra. kind of Norse something no well in one he was fighting in the very beginning he was fighting yeah uh, a hydra um but, but yeah uh, it looks really good um i like the axe uh that looks cool i like that they're giving him brutal right it does and um, i like that they're giving him more of a personality this time too because so, he has a son now and that's the really cool thing so i get so one of the things i the thing i liked about the previous god of the first god of war was you felt for kratos like he had a lot of empathy and a lot of um What's that writer term? Impulse? Ethos? Ethos, thank you. Um, He had a lot of... Kratos had a lot of ethos in, like, the first game. But on the second and third one, he's just pissed off. (laughs) For, like, two solid games. God of War 2, Kratos is pissed as fuck! Like, literally, he, like, he kills literally every god. And he... Aren't you lonely? What's up? I said, aren't you lonely now? And, that, that, and that's the thing. And, but also, he does it without any regard for his own actions. Like, in the first one, he's like, fuck the god of war. Like, he kill, he made me kill my family. Fuck this guy. I'm going to kill him. So it was like a personal vendetta thing. Yeah. In the second and third one, he's like, fuck everyone. <laughs> Including, like, innocent people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because great... he becomes a god of war. And then in the second or third one, I forget which... Some warrior of Sparta that he meets very early on and has like two seconds of dialogue with, he meets like later on in the game and kills him without realizing it. And so, ah. and that whole exchange is supposed to be like, I died for you, my God. And um, he's just like, huh, that sucks. And keeps going. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, no. He's like a dick. I mean, not that he's required to have character development. I mean, you can make your game as. Combat based and fuck the stories you want. The combat was so good that I stuck with it. Where I'm like, all right, these are so really good mechanics. I'll I'll play it. for And they were impressive fight scenes. I will give them. Oh yeah, they were very. But that's why it never really appealed to me. And that's maybe just just because it was like, okay, it's another game where I just go around killing everybody, and I have no reason to want to play this character. You know, and and that's that's what I'm talking about. Where I'm just like. I don't give a fuck about this Kratos, dude. And it's not like... Like, in the new Devil May Cry, I didn't give a fuck about Dante. Oh, N- Nero? No, it's Dante and um, and Virgil. Um, yeah, I don't like give a fuck Like, the new one that came them. out, like, a couple years ago. Oh. Um, yeah, shows how much I cared. <laughs> but, like, it's that's like, oh, another guy like, in a trench coat. That's the thing, where I'm like, I don't... You are a dick, and the dialogue sucks, and these guys look like they shop at... Or, or, or H&M. Cool. <laughs> Um, you mean hot but, topic? Yeah, basically. But like the the combat was so good that I was it's so tight that I'm just like, fuck it, I'll play it. I I like beat that game like three times, uh, right. skipping all the cutscenes. But um, and then like the um, 
but it was the same thing with God of War. So I like it. I guess with the kid, the kid has like a combat role to where you can, yeah. um, he can, you can tell him to fire an arrow at a dude or distract a dude. So, so you see, kind of shape him. Like you get to play the dad. Yeah. Fatherhood, the game. Because it, <laughs> it, you can shape him to be like you, like a brutal warrior. Because in the trailer, he has an aversion to doing it. Or yeah. you can teach him to be more clever, distracting, not like you. Yeah. So that's what I like. They didn't really talk much about it after they showed the game, like where yeah, that was going, I mean, like, but you can feel it. It's there. Well, I like that. And, I, and this is more of a bigger thing, but I like that games are, are exploring this role of fatherhood because you're not right. seeing that in a lot of, like, um, in a lot of other media. Yeah, and if you think about a lot of the demographic that they're targeting that still plays games, it's mostly people your age or in their early 30s, and yeah. they're dudes who might have kids and still well, play and video a, games. And it's an increasing l- number of women as well, and I think that they're right. realizing that, like, all right, these women are not going to fucking play our, like, Duke Nukem fucking game. Right, like, <laughs> Overwatch, yeah. I'm really into, because, I mean, it's I appealing this, to everyone. And that's the thing I also noticed this year, is that there's a lot of fucking female protagonists slash, like, I well, love it! Yeah, it's, it's say what you will about, like, social justice warriors and whatever, but, like, I am totally foreseeing, like, more, more characters like right I've like so when do you the... just want more variety well then that's the thing where it's like you know i've had so much of the fucking wolverine kratos solid snake fucking so much of that dude i'm so sick of him like i want more i want more people like um the first walking dead clementine's the the black dude oh yeah her her dad no, well, her surrogate, I guess you could call it. Oh, yeah. Um, but I want more... I want to call him just, like, Coach 2. Yeah. That's what he reminded me of. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, I want more of that guy. I want more, like, well-made... Because the cool thing is, like, because female characters... Like, people are demanding that female characters be better written, male characters are getting better written, which is oh, really, yeah. really cool. Um, and I really enjoy because, like, I just want better stories. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? And I think, like, Game of Thrones helped as well. Um, and just like Breaking yeah, Bad, and I never really would have TV expected. Shows. Well, because that... like, the cool thing about these really great TV shows is, unlike a movie, instead of an hour and a half, you have how many hours? You, know? you get replay value, well, which no, it's not... games are always looking to do. No, it's not necessarily that. It's it's exploration time of this character, where it's like that too. We because it would happen in like um, New Girl, out of all things, Zoe Deschanel, who's like the poster child for Manic Pixie Dream Girl. <laughs> She that's been going on for like seven seasons, something like that. I know, and I've never watched it, but but like she gets character development, you know what I mean? Surprisingly enough, and that's the thing where I'm like, all right, I'm I'm all for this. Um, but yeah, got got a war, got a war. Um, dad, the video game. Yeah, dad, the video. Game. I'm excited. Uh, what else? Um, <sighs> Horizon we already talked about. Can we uh, talk about Kojima's? Fucking okay. Yeah, Can we? Because we have to. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Sorry, um, I could yeah, not believe Norman Reedus, like, clutching what a baby. I was seeing. Yeah, like what yeah, the he f- he what picks up a his... trailer. I've never been more confused by a trailer. I don't ever. care what it is. I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna play it. And that's the I thing don't like, understand. So did you see his entrance. Yes, it was How do so. How you not get dope. a huge ego after that fucking entrance? Where I'm like, what up? Like it was well, because he like, just kind of said. Bitches? Fuck you, uh, I'm out. Yeah. I'm gonna do my own thing. Oh, and then there's a great piece on Konami. Yeah. Uh, because, like, so Konami was at E3. But they didn't have shit. Well, they had, like, a soccer game. and They didn't have shit. And that's the thing, where it's, like, they'd rather, rather leverage these properties on, like, pachinko machines and yeah. bathhouses, whoever. <laughs> it's, it's really what? creepy what happened. Because there's, like, there's a bunch of... Are rumors going around that like um, Konami's like linked to the Yakuza because uh, pachinko machines are like so pachinko parlors are very much linked to Yakuza, hmm. um, and so there's a bunch of like rumors going around. Um, well, that's some yeah. fun game lore for you, right? Oh god, what if that is Kojima's game where he's just like, "Here's what fucking happened to Konami. Play through that." <laughs> what if it is? But it's like what if it is renamed? like a commentary on Konami, but it's done in like a 
like if you read Ulysses and it was a commentary (laughs) that way okay I don't know I'm just like you got Norman Reedus like are they friends I think I guess I I guess they were because he Um, just had to go and do all the motion capture and some of the pictures for this shit were so funny well also (laughs) like he's like his face is plastered on every poster oh yeah so you gotta imagine he's in this game and the um, amount of, like, celebrities they're starting to use as, like, face models in games. I mean, Ellen Page did one. Oh, yeah. And it, she was great. Well, also, it's, like, it's really great that you're starting to have voice actors do mocap and actors do mocap. Um, and because there's, there's a certain amount of, like, there's a way to block a scene and, um, and yeah. movement. And it just feels more natural than just having... Um, just uh, having, like, pixels that you move around. Like, right. even animation style back in the day. So, yeah, that is impressive. I mean, it'll probably be really good looking, but what the fuck? Yeah. It was creepy. And, like, the angels in the sky or whatever they were. Yeah, and the black. What an image. Yeah. What an image. It's a fucking, that's a fucking weird trailer. <laughs> so stoked. I just have to know. <laughs> yeah. That, then that's the thing where I'm just like, I don't even know what the fuck I just watched, but okay. <laughs> Um, shut up and take my there, money. There was a great, there was a great meme uh, where like um, it was when Sony announced that like Kojima is joining Sony, um, and it's like find somebody who lo- uh, who looks at you the way the Sony exec looks at Kojima. <laughs> it's just this pick of the Sony exec looking at, like doe eyes. Uh. <laughs> exactly. Hey, um, he could be good. This is his first so game. So Mafia Three also got details. Mafia um, Okay. Just going down the line. Um, so I never, I played like one or two of the Mafia games. They were, they were worse versions of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I um, don't know. But there I think I saw some, some cutscenes and I was like, eh, yeah. Eh, um, but this one takes place in Louisiana, um, New Orleans, or Beau, New Orleans, I should say. Um, which I was thinking about that the other day. There are not a lot of games that take place in like a New Orleans kind of atmosphere. Left for Dead Two. Besides Left 4 Dead 2 and, like, uh, Infamous um, um, Infamous 2, I think. I wanted to say... No, The Darkness 2 doesn't take place there. No. But, like... Yeah, you're right. It's such an interesting place, you know, where it's, like, kind of got a supernatural vibe with the voodoo and hoodoo. Swamps and shit. And you got the swamps and, like, backwater country. And, and like, like, scary hillbillies. And, and, and that's like, the thing where I'm just, like... Trailers. That's, and that's fucking... That's a really cool premise and setting... Like, why don't more games do that? Like, Left 4 Dead 2 did a really good job. I really loved that campaign. It was good, and the environments were really, like, well thought out. Like, there was a lot of variety. You just didn't get the same, like, boring cityscape all over again. And I I think games tend towards the cityscape because, you know, it's easy to throw up a building and use it as a structure for your character. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to see that. Speaking of, I really wish they'd remaster Left 4 Dead. Me too. That is such a fun game. It just like it's never it, it never gets aged boring. The best is the thing. You know what I mean? Like, well, when the, it comes to new shooters, yeah, really. Yeah, like, but um, I mean, how different can it be most yeah, of the uh, time? So um, yeah, so this one you have like districts. So there's kind of like a meta game on it where you have all these districts. You have all these relationships with these like lords of these districts, um, and you get like bonuses based on like who you put in charge. Ooh. And if you don't put, if you, to appease them, because um, they're actually, like, characters. Yeah. Um, so if you don't put somebody, like, give somebody a district, like one of your lieutenants, eventually they'll go to war with you. Ooh. So it's one of those fun. where you're like, this is kind of a cool strategic layer on top of this game. That's a good premise, and making uh, it feel like you gotta make really good choices and build relationships yeah which that's way, which hard is to like emulate game, that's know? hard to emulate in a video game though yeah. you know because i mean it's like it's almost like having that friendship scale like you have in something like dragon age 2 or uh, in fire emblem fire emblem yeah so when you would end up with certain characters liking you more or less yeah but this is taking it to a whole new level because they act out autonomously uh, so that's pretty cool so and then what else got announced um quake champions arena-based shooter oh that looks interesting sure um uh, shadow warrior sonic boom oh yeah sonic a new sonic boom um has got announced sonic game supposed to be out in 2017 so i have not played a sonic park 
That's, so yeah. So South Park, the fractured butthole, <laughs> um, which is fucking amazing, and I love Trey, <laughs> Matt and Trey Parker for that title alone. Um, but apparently they have they've done great in the past oh god well so i loved that first south park game that was fun it was so good and it was the perfect it was it was a south park episode in a game in every aspect of the word where it was like very much commentary on video games because like matt and trey like they love video games oh and some of the funniest episodes of south park were just commentaries on video games. oh yeah and like um the Make a Love Not Warcraft episode. That was one That's of the best. That's classic. I think I got nominated for like an Emmy or something. I can't remember, but it was definitely one of the I'm funniest pro- South, Park. South Park episodes I have ever seen. Because I know South Park's been nominated for Emmys. Um, yeah. Emmy nominations. Here we go. So that should be so fun. Um. So yeah, this one is... All right, so got nominated for Outstanding Animated Program... Okay, for okay, so they got like a couple ones. Premium isn't free. Black Friday, raising the bar. Crack Baby Athletic Association. Oh my god. Um, two hundred slash two hundred one. Margaritaville. Imagination Land, which was awesome. That was a wonderful series. They actually won a lot of them. Um, oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Make Love Not Warcraft. That was not. Yeah. They won an Emmy for that. Oh. Um. So. So in this one, I guess like um, the, car- the the kids have a um, are talking about their franchise or their superhero movie. <laughs> um, so it's trying to they're trying to get that. Uh, no, I love the premise. I don't know what the combat looks like. I I didn't actually see any of that. No clue. Um, but I'm totally fine with them just doing the turn based thing. It because that's what that's what made it really funny was. This whole premise of like it's a fantasy Lord of the Rings thing, mm-hmm. and then like a fireball is a firecracker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's that kind but of. But it's good because if it's turn based, they have time to do animations for it instead of just super quick paced combat. Because half yeah. the humor is like, oh, that animation yeah. is great. Um, and it, you know, it was really cool where if you had you timed it correctly, you did a little mini game. You timed it correctly, you did extra damage or did other effects. Oh, sweet. Um, so yeah, I, I I gotta see. You know, I kind of hope it's not action-based even though it's superhero um so we'll see what happens with that and then yeah this is a long know. list y'all yeah. <laughs> there's oh, a lot we happy few did you, did you look into that no oh also watchdogs too yeah we talked about how that's like whatever uh, yeah i mean it's a new character um because the first one fucking sucked I heard he was so flat and boring. Well, it's not like it was flat and boring. He was, like, everything wrong with video game, male video game protagonists, you know? Like, he's trying to protect his family, but he doesn't know how to do it, and he's, like, against the law. And then he just, I'm a loose cannon renegade on the edge. I can't connect with women, and I'm going to protect my sister, who's a single mom. And he's just, like... It's like, that's not a good motivation. (laughs) I don't feel like you actually care. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know. I I, I don't even bother critiquing these characters anymore because they're just tired and lazy. Yeah. Um... Uh, so, so whatever, Watch Dogs too. Yeah. Uh, and we the we few happy we few? few. We happy few. I think it's a zombie game. I'm gonna look it uh, up. Oh, was that? Yeah, I think. No. Yeah, that went somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, shit. I thought I saw gameplay for that, and it looks kind of like whatever. Uh, um. No. No. This yeah, is not this what one I thought. Is, um, what the fuck? Uh. Try to escape a from a lifetime of cheerful denial. Yeah, that look, it looks pretty interesting. Retro. Oh my god, it's creepy looking. Right. I'm um, into it. Yeah. And then there was a zombie game. I forget. Which. Toho, Toho, Toho. Genso Wanderer. Oh, for the PS4. Hey, there you go. So that yeah, they release shit for the PS4 all the time because Zune has a contract with them, which I'm happy uh, so. about. So we we kind of skipped over what we've been playing this week, but uh, so that's it for news. But like, what have you been playing this week? I literally just played Overwatch like an hour ago on <laughs> so your computer. You, yeah. So what did you think of it? Oh, yeah. I need it, but I'm so poor need right it. now. Need it. Yeah, it's a I'm it's a good game. I'm playing a lot of it. It's really fun. And I I'll say again, I usually do not like multiplayer shooters. Neither do I. I Fuck hate I playing like... with other people. Right. I hate first person shooters. Well, I wouldn't say hate, but I'm not great. I, I like story-driven 
Uh, and this doesn't even have a story in it, really. It just has an <laughs> underlying lore. <laughs> and yet, I love it. Yeah. Because it's... the characters just bring it all together. They're well, so it, well it, done. It doesn't have a lot of maps. Like, there's like... No, it's like... Six, what? <laughs> six maps? Something like that? I mean, we could probably expect more, but just... Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I love it. And Farah. Oh, my God. She's my girl. She's your bae. Yeah. Um, just reading all that fanfic really okay so you want to hear the best ship name ever fanfic or what do you jill off to fanfic no i just read it okay because it's like oh that's so good (laughs) the best ship name really though (laughs) far mercy get it as farah and mercy (laughs) far mercy awesome i love it so what happens in the fanfic? Is it like depicting sex scenes or? No, is it's it... just like, well, because there's not a lot of are they going on dates? blatant lore. It's more people are just building up the world for Overwatch. Because, okay. you know, there's so little given. People are like, oh, well, what if it's this? What if it's that? Yeah. So that's what I'm reading into. It's like, well. I wonder if they did that. I wonder purpose. what the backstory of that character is or yeah. something. I mean, they had their little vignettes, which were great and fun to watch. But, I mean, it was like Winston... Widowmaker. Yeah. Like, that was really it. Winston and Tracer. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, Tracer. She's British. The fuck? Yeah. And what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a lot of stories. Uh, Path of Destinies. So that is an isometric kind of 2D um, brawler. Hmm. Uh, sword-based combat. The combat's like kind of simplistic. Um, but you're supposed to do it on multiple playthroughs, so every level you can choose. Oh, between, like, is that? Um... It's a fox. He's like some. Yeah, maybe I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you said isometric, and I immediately thought of a totally different game. Okay. That was um, it was like a stick figure, and it was so beautiful, even though it was just pixels. Like, forget what the game was called, but Why I loved I... it. Why can't I reach? Oh no, the internet. The internet might be out. No. We're going we're going to DOS. It's emergency mode. Yeah, apparently. That's um, okay, we've got iPhones. Yeah. Um That's so yeah, okay. I've been playing so describe. Uh played some League, some Overwatch. Not a lot of games came out. I not like, really, not within the last two weeks. Yeah. Um fucking watched a Game of Thrones finale. Last I night. did not. Don't tell me about it. It's I haven't fucking, watched any this season. It's fucking amazing. I know. Everyone's losing their collective shit over it. And I'm like... So much shit okay, happened. finally. And it was awesome. Finally, I can watch a, an episode of Game of Thrones and something will happen. Because uh, the rest of the so season wait, was you, like... Well, no. Have you... So did you watch any of this season? No. Okay. Because a lot of shit happens in this season. There's a couple filler episodes, which suck. Um, yep, but they're still good by like, but like by Game of Thrones standards, they're, they're like meh. filler. Yeah, um, it's like the beach but, episode in the anime you're watching, right? But the thing is, like Tyrion, it's kind of cool because um, um, you you need those episodes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess to just kind of. Uh, cut the tension of the rising action or well also you just need blah, like, blah, and blah. here's something else that happened you know what <laughs> i mean <laughs> and then this yeah um but yeah no, I, um so not a lot of video games for me anyways yeah we're um, running kind of long on this episode so it's whatever we had uh we had a bunch of e3 if stuff. it's the e3 episode it's got to be long it's going yeah 45 minutes um, oh really? Right, you want to take some questions? Yeah, let's do some questions. So we didn't talk about we didn't get any emails again, listeners. That's okay. We have like fifteen subscribers, so yeah. All I understand. 15. You're busy. You got shit to do. <laughs> you just want to listen uh, to us and forget about us. Yeah. So that's you wanna, okay. You wanna uh, you wanna find a question or should I? Nope. Find, I'm fine. You can all. do I'm, it all. All right. You um, can have it all, Tim. Yeah, be the finally. career woman you've always wanted to <laughs> Damn be. Damn it, you stole my joke. Okay, so um, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, during sex, I like to be completely submissive and for my partner to be rough, push me around, etc. But afterwards, I'm, Ooh. I'm confused about it. 2014. Um, I know it's stupid, but sometimes I cry a bit afterwards, and I'm not sure how to explain it. 
without sounding dumb or even what to ask for. After all, I ask him to do these things while we're doing it and get turned on, so I can't really complain about it. I know he doesn't mean it because he's usually really sweet. I mean, sometimes he calls me worse things outside of sex, but I would be like this before he got angry with me ever when he's angry. Again, completely separate the time than sex, but the tone is different and he doesn't sleep with me when he's angry. So I know he doesn't mean it at the time. Can anyone relate and or know what I'm supposed to do? Okay. So, um, so she, it sounds like she's having some like like guilt about Or just her conflicting thing. issues. Yeah. Well, because like, so like sex shaming is huge in our culture. I think that's what she's going through. Um, yeah. If it's something she's never done before or that. Or that she's into and feels guilty about, you know. Yeah, um, which like is sad. Kink shame is really, really big. Um, and it's unfortunate because you should never be ashamed of your of what you're into. Is as it long as you're... really that big? Oh yeah, like because I, maybe it's just the crew that I run. Tell, well, think about how many people you tell that you're into bondage or whatever. I mean, now that's pretty kind of mainstream nowadays. But even but, so, like, think you're about really how many... dirty shit. Think about it. But even no, I'm talking about like even as mainstream as bondage. Think about how many people you talk to about that. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. asking the wrong person well that's the thing where it's like i don't even talk to a lot of people about that because i get shamed for it and well i don't think i get shamed it's just like would i want to talk to my friends about it like do they really want to hear about it i don't know yeah um but i understand that there's other people out there that feel that way um but i mean that being said like it sounds like her boyfriend's a really sweet guy and, sure um whether he's into it or is it acquiescing to her request, um, at the end of the day, this is something that she wants on some level. Um, sounds like she has a good head on her shoulder, so I don't. And it doesn't. So it doesn't sound like she's like reliving some abuse or trauma. No, 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 no. Um, but you know, I would, I would um, definitely like not be ashamed of it. Maybe know? this is something, and. Like, my answer is always fucking just talk to him about it. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't realize that you're upset. And you know, because you do have a good head on your shoulders. Like, it's not that he actually is that way. It's just, right. you know, it, we're, sounds... we're acting. But they you have to be aware at some point you have to that you are acting. Yeah. You know, you got to be able to separate. This is how we're role playing it. And this is how we are in real life. Yeah. And even sometimes, you know. Maybe it's not role playing. Maybe it's you're just letting that little part of yourself come out. Yeah, and having that release because you know. Well, that's the thing where it's like so when I'm when I'm getting into a new relationship, when I get, you know how like when you first have sex sex with somebody, it's just sex, and then a couple times in, you start rolling out the kinks. Before sure. I rolled those out, because obviously we've talked about it before, um, I'll be like, just so you know. I don't actually think about you like this. You ha I have to know that you know this because if like whether I no matter what I call my girlfriend at the end of the day I love her to pieces mm -hmm. and I need her to know that and I need to know that she knows that in order to like be able to do it. Right. Um so I think if she has that talk with her boyfriend uh, and like it, she'll be able to compartmentalize it a lot better. Yeah. What she's feeling right now is like, in she's internalizing things that are happening in the bedroom. That so aren't... maybe she shouldn't be doing it right now if it's, she's internalizing it too much. Uh. Because maybe just when you're in that kind of moment, it's hard to tell the difference between truth and fiction because you're focusing on one thing. Like you're in a heightened state of uh, awareness. So. It's easy to get into that mindset that maybe that's not the case. And I mean, a lot of girls are like that, especially when our hormones are going nuts when we're having sex. Actually, I find it interesting that she mentioned sometimes she just cries after, mm -hmm. which I don't think it's quite this, but it's really common for women to cry after sex and oh, yeah, not have any idea why. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's happened to me. And emotions are, and like you just, just experience something like spiritual, whatever you want to call no, it. No, not really even that. It's just like sometimes, and I can't tell when or why, and Janet's the same way. Like sometimes she would just start crying after sex. I'm like, holy shit, what did I do? Yeah. And she's like, it's nothing. I guess I'm happy. And then it <laughs> happened to me because it had never happened to me before. And I was just like weeping well, openly. I mean, happy cries I'm like, are what thing. the hell? I'm not, I felt crazy. But maybe this is what's happening with her. Maybe it's just so good and 
<laughs> she's just so good reduced to tears <laughs> yeah. it's real um no i agree like uh, i think uh, i think you hit yeah i think you touched on a good point like um you know maybe she is just feeling so many emotions that because i've heard it where like sometimes women just cry because they just feel so many emotions their body's like uh i don't know what to do just start crying um <laughs> It's true. So, so yeah. I mean, I mean, it takes some of us a lot of time to get there, but yeah. if it's sex, boom, I'm crying. I, yeah. Um, Moving on to yeah. next no, question. I, yeah, use your words. Don't feel bad. Start compartmentalizing and realize that you're, like, a really amazing person and that Who you're... just sometimes likes to get called a slut during yeah, sex. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, all right, so... You got any advice or guides to romantic sexing? Sexting? Oh my god, I could write a fucking book oh yeah? on how to do this the right way. Okay, so me and my girlfriend are just now beginning to open up and explore sexually. We recently decided sexting at some point could be fun and worth a try, but this is no hookup. We've been in a long loving relationship, so I really think it's best to avoid the normal routine of sexting, i.e. I want to put my cock in you. Or, I want to fuck you so hard type vulgar language. I think it's best to at least start off sensual and romantic in a way as to not scare her off. Then she were, then she where she takes it um, and what she's ready for. We are both relatively inexperienced and young. We've decided to hold off on pictures for now and work our way up. She's my first, and I have no Aww. clue how to go about this. I know, Aww, right? Oh, this is um, so cute. She does read Literatica. Ooh, that's a nice That word. is a great site. Um, Oh, that's not the term for it? That's a No, site? it's a website okay. where um, you can But she's find told it. me dirty talking usually does nothing for her, and I want to be able to change that. Basically, need to know how to start, get things heated, and end the conversation all the while being able to turn her on in a romantic, non-aggressive way. <laughs> in a romantic, non-aggressive way. Okay. I like that. Uh, so first of all, one There's thing he said. There's a lot to this question. <laughs> let's unpack. Yeah. So first of all. I think I should get Molly for this. <laughs> if you want to bring her out. Because yeah. I'm just going to go you, through. You, sir, you go with it. Um, so the first thing is, um, if she says it's not something that generally turns her on, like dirty talk isn't a thing that she likes, maybe this isn't the best thing to do. Is this something just you want to do? Or is this something that you have asked her that she might be interested in if that's the case then you probably have a little more liberty and a little more to work with um but a good way to start it out is to just find what she thinks is sexy and say oh i'm thinking about you i am um yeah i got nothing but describe (laughs) (laughs) describe um more visually like uh, last time I saw you, I thought this. Yeah. And uh, do you think that way of me? Ask for feedback too. That's a good way to get a conversation going back and forth. <laughs> Molly has the cat. Ah, uh, that's what we're waiting for. The kitty, kitty break. <laughs> so here's all dirty talk. You ready? Yeah. All dirty talk is. What I want to do to you, what I'm doing to you, and what I did to you. That's your basic. Sorry, I'm eating breadstick. That's basically what all dirty talk boils down to. And the more descriptive you get for it with it, the better you're going to be at it. So you said it in like a non-aggressive way. One way you could start out is by say, by just describing a fantasy you want to do with her. That's actually or some a good interesting idea. way where it's like, I want to take you to a parking lot, and like with no, with you wearing a skirt and no panties, and uh, she's sitting on your lap, Tim. Yeah. Um, I just enjoy the cat. <laughs> go enjoy the cat. Go enjoy your pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry. You're just sleeping on a placemat. Oh, that's why he was over there. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, no, and one thing you can do is, like, you don't have to be aggressive or vulgar with it, but there's benefits to being vulgar. Like, there's just something about saying the word cocks that's, yeah, like, more powerful like my cock. than my penis. <laughs> right. Um, and that's the thing. I'm like, going to lick need, your vulva. You're going to need, <laughs> you're going to need nouns in, the, in whatever my text. My dangly wiener thing. <laughs> 
god. Um, There's a million euphemisms for gawk. And that's the thing. Like, the more euphemisms, like, my Johnson is, like, <laughs> not as sexy. My as Lyndon gawk. B. Johnson. Yeah, like, it's just not as sexy. I'm sorry. Um, Maybe you can have fun with it at first to kind of get her more used to it. Just be funny. And then... <laughs> yeah be funny so it's non-threatening to her that's the best way to be non-aggressive i guess but you know they still want to sex yeah i know um but eventually i mean if she finds it funny and then wants to like do it but I'm maybe guessing, she like, can assist so i'm guessing that you know if they want to get into sexting there are things that they want to do to each other all oh, right because so, they're waiting so just describe that like use your imagination use your words um Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice? Yeah. yeah. What What do you like when you're sexting? I don't have any. What are your sexting preferences? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not speaking in the mic. Huh? I, I don't. Uh, A yeah. resident professional sexter. Yeah, that's me. You know, just so. What helps you? What helps everything. you get you in the mood when your significant other is sexting? I don't like being around people. <laughs> <laughs> Am I people? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not people. No. <laughs> That's always a tough question to answer because it's so much personalized depending on who you're with. Yeah. I mean, the best way to start, like Tim said, is to go with like your three rules what I want to do to you, what I'm doing to you, and what I've done to you. Yeah. So maybe bring up things you've talked about before. Or things you say. Remember we talked before? about putting your dingling in my mouth. <laughs> or wait, putting my dingling well, in your mouth. Or you just describe it as like I found it really hot when you describe when you said this. Um. When you said titties. It made me think of this thing I want to do to you. Like that kind of thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's hard. What? He's hearing so many things. No. His virgin kitten ears. I'm sorry, Biebs. I'm yeah. sorry. He, he doesn't know. Yeah. I don't know. The Bieber. All right, Molly, ladies and gentlemen. So my, those are our... <laughs> What a contribution. Uh, yeah, right. All right, want to do one more? Sure. Um, I can hear my neighbors having sex, and it makes me horny. Whoa, that took a turn. Uh, most of the times, I just cannot help myself but start to masturbate since the neighbor, um, Jesus. female 25, is really loud screamer and is also pretty hot. Side note, I am sexually comp- deprived. I have a GF. Um any other you are sexually deprived but you have a girlfriend Uh, he might have long distance Um, oh would you masturbate to someone having sex how far on perverse scale would you rate such a kink not really yeah but it's like you don't have to pay for the internet so i'd say it's win-win boy (laughs) basically Um, no i think it's fine just don't be creepy about it no like um there's a there's a great rule of like with kink where it's like you know if as long as you're not hurting the other person, you know, and, or making them uncomfortable in some way, like don't look through the window. Yeah, that's the worst you can do. Or like you know, shoe salesman that has a foot fetish. Like if you're if you're still a really good shoe salesman and you're treating every customer with respect, maybe it's a little okay that you kind of get off to it. You know, you're not hurting anyone. Um, at the end of the day, Tim, you could apply the same logic to being a teacher. And being spanking? That's not where I was going, but sure. Yeah. But oh, that's a little bit different because it's underage people. So. I guess that's true. Um, that being said. Um, so it's not wrong to do. It's definitely not wrong. Yeah. On the as long as scale, they can't like, hear you. That And that's the thing. And as that long as you're not making like, creepy comments to the girl. Um, oh, yeah. Scream louder. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No, you're fine. And then yeah. Next day, you see her down at the mailbox, like, "Hi, Angela. Yeah, you Did you have a good one? night? Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, I, uh, I'm on the perverse scale. I think it's like a two. Honestly, that's really not bad. That's yeah, like voyeur. Yeah, it's 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 less than voyeurism because you're not actually looking in on anything. You're just listening. That's true. Um. 
I mean, Mostly, my neighbors do it loud. The other thing, the too. Ones? Yeah, the downstairs neighbors are pretty loud. Nice people. Uh, um, you're going to have to come over here oh. if you want to, if you have to talk to <laughs> peanut gallery. Um, here's the other thing, too. If she's loud, she probably wants to, other people to hear. Like, that's yeah. the thing about loud people. It's, that's a kink. Maybe that's her that, kink. Maybe you're kinking on each other. For every voyeur, there's an exhibitionist. Um, so yeah, and I that's think just fine. how the wonderful universe works. Would you masturbate someone having sex? I watch porn, so yes, I would masturbate like, to someone having sex. <laughs> no, like you mean me hearing somebody? Yeah, like somebody knowing that they can't hear me back and they don't know that I'm there. Correct. Yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> I love how casual. Like I said, I can hear my neighbors. Like Janet and I were laying in bed one night, and we just heard the upstairs neighbors going at it. And like, actually, was it, like, was it rough or was it all like was Barry White? Playing? It was rough. You could hear the bed shaking, and they weren't like creepy about it. But when Janet lived in her other house, we had the blue-haired neighbor who always comes to Yomacon and he makes scale mail. Um, him and his girlfriend would go up and they would just be loud, making animal sounds, mooing like a cow. Okay, was she fat? No. Okay, then I think she was sense. an older lady though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they might have been furries, but I don't know. It was loud, but it was not attractive. So, like, there's some <laughs> people I would be like, mm-hmm, yeah. And then there was some people I'd be like, mm, no, nah, no, no, no. Please be quiet. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so you want to wrap it up? Yeah, We're I'm talking uh, about a lot of E3 stuff. All, all good. Right, so thank you so much for listening. Um, once again, it's the Peace, Love, and Video Games podcast at gmail.com. If you got suggestions, questions, or ways to improve the show, love to hear them. Peace out. Later.